Welcome to the greatest Welcome show on earth. Last show night on the I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. 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 This is Combat Culture. Dark. This is Combat Culture. Welcome to the British Shore. I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. That's bad. This, this is Combat, is Combat Culture. Culture. Hey, welcome to episode 16 of Combat Culture Africa. Today we're doing the full set of introductions because we've been away for a little too long. That hiatus was completely unnecessary and we're hoping that we can make it up to you guys today. So, to my right, I have... GD B Boy the Mill, my coach and trainer, say something yeah. for the crowd. Yeah, it's good to be back, honestly. Yeah, and then right directly opposite him, we have Icebox Mayokun Okunu. Say something, please. <laughs> it's good to be back, indeed. Yeah. And then to my left, I have my brother, Innocent Skelly, aka Innocent Skelly, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Thoughts and prayers with uh, Alistair Overeem right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and of course, right now, with the silky smooth voice, is Oche Young Jolo Fedache. So we're just going to hop right into our content for the day. And first on the list, absolutely have to talk about this first, guys. Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz 2, the clash in the dunes in um, Saudi in Abi, in Saudi, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Yeah. What were your thoughts on the bouts? Start with you, Chidi. Honestly, like the, my predictions were, were straight up on point as well. Like I knew he was actually going to like put his game, his my his his like his full concentration on those fights. He took his time. I, I have to point out this: like any time Anthony Joshua goes into a fight without like cutting his hair, just know he's about to fuck shit up. That's just that's just how I feel every hey, single time. Not allowed to curse on the my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> like, okay, this is what happens when you stay yeah, off wait. for weeks. This we'll, is what we'll happens. Forgive me. We'll forgive me. <laughs> So yeah, like um, he did the right thing. He used his range, used his distance. Again, he's he has like incredible reach over him. I don't know the specifics exactly. I'll get that later to you guys on Twitter again. But yeah, he used his reach perfectly well. He spaced it out. He used his jabs incredibly per well. Perfectly, like perfectly. incredibly well. Yeah. I've never seen a well timed and well used jab in a boxing fight like that before. Like he showed that how good he is. From that Olympic background and everything, he just showed everything in display that day. Even though it wasn't like a knockout, like a Deontay Wilder knockout kind of win, but still, we saw class in that fight. Yep, yep, absolutely. Mayo, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, same thing with Chidi, you know. I literally called it exactly how it happened. Um, shame I didn't do that on the podcast, but um, a I couple think, of... I think we hinted yeah? at that during uh -huh. the last show. I, go, I got really specific on the morning, because um, a friend called me, I wanted to... Like I think he had a friend I wanted to make a bet. Okay. So he asked for my and I, exactly what I said exactly like what should he said exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. Was that? You made some money? I don't know. We're not encouraging betting here. Uh, well, right. you know, so, it's, it's um, fine. You have a gambling addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um and like Chidi said, you know, I just said he's not gonna knock Ruiz out. He's not gonna outgas him. But I love the fact that he was coming in, in such great condition. That he would outbox him and outclass him, and that's exactly what what happened. Mm. He used that range really well, used the jab really well. His footwork was great, um, and yeah, he just frustrated Ruiz, you know. So I, I mean, and he stuck to his game plan because mm -hmm. I mean, Ruiz was goading him in the last bit. Like, come on, like let's stand here, and let's mm. let's get. And, pff, Ruiz is dangerous, man. Like, I'm happy yeah. he didn't take that bait because 
Ruiz could put him any, could put anybody out. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. No matter how good you're doing in the round. Yeah. yeah. Scary. Um, I think we already had, um, we already knew that Joshua was coming in a lot lighter. I think, um, I thought that was about just raw conditioning, the ability to, to keep fighting and stick to a game plan without getting tired and starting getting sloppy in yeah. technique and getting into, you know, exchanges that you don't want to. That was what I, uh, that was what I thought when I, when we started seeing that he was um, dropping a lot of weight. And so, yeah, I, I also sort of had that feeling that this would be, he would keep his distance, he would use his jab, he would just use all his physical advantages to win that fight. Then we had the weigh-in. And, you know, obviously Joshua came in lighter, everybody expected that. Ruiz comes in at 283 pounds. I'm sorry, at six foot two, that's a lot of timber to be carrying. Yeah, everybody made fun of him the first time and he, you know, and he won, but... It just hinted to me that perhaps preparation wasn't exactly what it should be. And, you know, a lot of the quotes that have come out, even from Ruiz himself after the fight, have confirmed that. But that, I don't know why that, you, you were, I was with Mayo when I saw the results of the weigh-in. And I was so shocked. Like, I, I couldn't it believe so it. That this guy, 15 pounds more. We were already calling him fat before. And then 15 <laughs> pounds more. It just was like, dude... What are you doing? And then, you know, the fight turns... All of a sudden, it goes the way we all thought the first one would go. Yeah. You know, pudgy guy, short arms, needs to get close in order to hit power shots. And the taller, you know, better boxer just dances rings around him and wins. So, yeah, I, I, it kind of went how I saw it going. Yeah, I mean, something I want, us to, I want you to get your thoughts, all of you, your thoughts on is with regards to... Um, the 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 lack of preparation um, in AJ's in Andrew Ruiz's um, camp. What do you think the cause for him coming in heavier, being a little bit sloppier, the things that he admitted to, not 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 listening to his coach? What do you think that do you think is about the the fame got to him? Do you think he got lazy, complacent? Do you, what do you think it was about? It's not about the money. It's all about the money. Say, like obviously we spoke about this early on as well. Like mm -hmm. obviously that's the first time he's receiving real money, mm -hmm. like real a real paycheck. Mm -hmm. So it got to him. Like it, to be honest, it to get to anyone. Yeah. But even like someone like Anthony Joshua, if he didn't have that kind of background, already. that kind of fame already, like again, he was an Olympic champion as well. Yeah. So if he didn't have that kind of, if he was just straight up, like okay, from the hood, I'm just, I've just been knocking people out, and you know, uh -huh. I just get paid like that. It's gonna get to you. I want to even bring up the fact sometimes, aside the money, being the one to break some undefeated streak, to yeah, yeah. to break a poster boy or golden boy, like. There's a, and as a, as, as a former competitor myself, like there's always this glow of invincibility that you feel after a victory. It lasts a different amounts of time for different fights and for usually when I have a very tough fight and I just like I murk someone I was not supposed to like be. It lasts like two weeks. For like two weeks, I just literally feel like I can do anything and I'm untouchable. I'm invincible. So I think a lot of that too added to the psyche of just like been a bit reckless like psh, I beat this guy mm -hmm. like everybody thought I was not capable mm -hmm. but I proved everybody wrong mm -hmm. and then so yeah and the money obviously is a facilitator yeah. like catalyst to it so the thought process is, is conjured by that by the victory and then the money catalyzes everything 
and I, I think um, another thing is if you look, think about his psychology a little bit. So he won the first fight, he got all this money. Then you tell me that for the second fight, I'm going to get $10 million. It's a fraction of what AJ got, but $10 million. It's still, still more than what he got for the first yeah. fight. Yeah. Then AJ starts saying things like, I know I'm going to see this guy again even after this fight. Like, so basically I'm guaranteed a third fight. So that's another payday down the line against... Oh, so it's a mental thing. So, yeah. Oh, like, okay. why am I stressing myself? Why am I killing myself? I'll still... <laughs> we'll, we'll fight again. They, oh, talk. they said I, could, I, could, I couldn't win last time I won. So I'm just going to go and do the same shit I did. Oh, do the same stuff I did last time. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, sugar. maybe win again. And then even if I don't win, I'll still fight this guy again. Probably bank another $10 million plus dollars. Mm -hmm. Life is gravy, man. Life, the, the best thing that ever happened to his, to his life was being brought in five minutes, five uh, weeks notice yeah. to so fill in for in that first. Like, that was just God saying, I'm transforming your destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, I think we've handled that. Sorry, guys, one more thing. Before we started recording, we were talking about um, a mandatory fight for AJ. That's been ordered. Yeah. It's been ordered by the WBO, and I just checked who it is. Alexander Usyk. That's, That's the name. That dude That's is no news. joke. It has to be within 180 days. Within 180 days. Right. Like, good thing Joshua is in good shape, didn't take yeah, too much damage. Yeah, he's fresh, to be honest. Yeah. Can, you know, well, can 180 just... days is six months. Isn't it? Yeah. I don't know why it just feels... Yeah, it yeah that's true. That's true. Shorter, yeah. So, yeah, just the cruiserweight destroyed the cruiserweight. Like, one of the few cruiserweight boxers that... Like, he's dangerous. Why is that, though? Why does that come up? Why is that sometimes no a mandatory... Fight with the time frame maybe and the person closing the contract, maybe. Yeah, that's why, that's why I on, or maybe, maybe it's also because Usyk cleaned out cruiserweight, and I think it's only the WBO that is requiring the fight. I think maybe it's something about a champion moving up. I have no idea what it is, but maybe that's what it is that a champion is moving up divisions and. They're just viewing him as the number one contender. Maybe that's what it is. So. Yeah. He is touted by some people, that some analysts that I respect, as quite possibly the most technical heavyweight boxer in the current era of boxing. Mad. Even more technical than Tyson Fury. Mad. He's no joke. Ooh, he's he's in, fact, so in fact, the biggest comparison I've seen, the biggest praise I've seen, is that he's a heavyweight Lomachenko. So no one should sleep on Alexander Usyk. I've, I've been saying I'm going to watch all his matches um, just to catch up, but it's just, I've just not had the time. But I, everything I've seen of him, breakdown, technical, mm. uh, technical, the only thing they've said is that he just doesn't have as much knockout power. He's knocked mm -hmm. fools out. Yeah, yeah. But but he not, has, yeah, it's not consistent he's... knocking power. Knockout power. Uh, uh, right. About what you guys said about the whole mandatory thing, like there is actually a time limit for... Uh, when a, a fight a champion should have a mandatory fights. Okay. So if you actually think back to his last mandatory, uh, actually Joshua's last mandatory fight was I get with um, what's his name Alexander Volkov Klitschko. No, not Klitschko. The, he, the he's Russian as well. Oh, I see. Uh, but anyway, he, he won fought that. in that. He fought in the same card as well. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, I remember Usyk's fight. The fight that I took notice because I saw the highlights. I didn't watch the whole thing. Was his fight against um, this British guy Tony Bellew? Yeah, Tony and Bellew. He, and he beat him senseless. Like he beat Bellew. Yeah, he beat him. Bellew's good. Yeah, Bellew's really good. Okay. So, right. guys, we've taken quite a bit of time talking about this. So we're hopping right next to the uh, next item on the agenda, which is 
Al um, Alistair Overham Oops. versus Jarzino Rosenstrike, which happened yesterday in Washington, D.C. That was a UFC event. And it ended... That mm. may be one of the most painful endings mm -hmm. to a fight that I have ever seen. But let everyone drop their thoughts real quick on that. Um, we're going to start on my left this time. So, Skelly, what are your thoughts on the bouts? It... Like, it, it, I don't know why that result has emotionally affected me so much. There's just something about how that fight went that, that really just, it hurts me I, from a pure emotional standpoint. And, you know, in case you, you, know, you haven't seen it yet, Alistair Overeem is fighting a really, really good, smart fight. He was going to win. He was, I think he had landed more significant strikes, even though in the fourth and fifth, Rosenstrike was beginning to land a few, few, a few uh, flurries. Mm -hmm. He was going for that flying knee a lot, which was actually kind of impressive. I was like, ah, oh, fifth round, and this uh, heavyweight can still elevate himself like this. Um, and and I, one of the things that I admired about, um, about um, Overeem's approach to the fight was he was fighting somebody who had never got past the first round, and he had a full five-round template ready and he had executed it so well and he was going to win on points he had taken um, Rosenstrike down twice I believe in really nice fashion like the trips were really well set up really well done dominated him on the ground um, and you know held his own on the feet and then to have his face just busted open like that Kai, yeah, it just hurts seconds. last four seconds it was painful so yeah um, he's had the surgery he's even tweeted about it but best of luck to him I hope he gets well soon Maya. Man, that looked like a horror movie. And it was <laughs> funny, like all the Instagram posts were like sensitive content. Like you had to mm -hmm. click on that before you could see mm -hmm. it. Because it was actually horrid. And, um, and yeah, it was a shocking turn of events. And, um, and cause I haven't watched the fight fully, but I saw the finishing clip. And I do think it was a, it was a, it was a premature stoppage. Yeah. I mean, if I saw someone get hit mm -hmm. and I saw that on his face. Man, I'd jump in and stop it too. Yeah. Because that was horrible. But yeah. he pretty much seems still there. Like he just got up straight away. Yeah. But it's one stumbled. factor, okay. one factor is I think because the referee touched Rosenstrike after okay. he landed okay. the punch. Okay, yeah, he so restricted I think him from from doing anything. Imagine else. if Rosenstrike had punched that lip that again, again. Yeah, because his hands were down. Off. He was clearly dazed. He fell like a tree. Yeah. yeah. In, and so that touch, I think, saved us from something even much worse. Because Rosenstrike punching you with no guard, like, uh, I don't even want to imagine. Oh, no, After no. already dis exploding your lips on, on TV. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry, uh, I jumped in. No, it's cool. Uh, so that, that fight actually reminded me um, of when the stoppage as well, like the last minute thing reminded me of when Derek Lewis did the same thing against, uh, what's his name? Volk. 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 Yeah. That, that, <laughs> Honestly, that's the kind of, that's the kind of fights I actually live for. Like those oh. kind of fights. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a random turn of events at the last minute. Like you, you, in your mind, you're like, what the hell? What the hell just happened? But again, it's entertaining as hell. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, the stoppage, I'm not complaining about stoppage. It was good because honestly, people don't want to see that that kind of thing. Honestly, it was too horrible. Like, yeah, it was I'm a, not complaining. That, that was a nice to see, man. That was a nice. And, and shout outs to, to Overeem. Stood up, smiled, yeah. took it like a champ, yeah. a good sportsman. He's such a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Like, that was, that was beautiful. 
So um, I think we'll just go straight into th the biggest event of the week and possibly the year, which is UFC 245 being headlined by Kamaru, the Nigerian Nightmare um, Usman, and versus Colby Chaos Covington. On that card, we also have Max Blessed Holloway versus Alexander, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. And then as a third, a third main event, we also have Amanda Nunes versus Jermaine Durandami. That's how it's yes, pronounced. Right? Yeah. So yeah, guys. I, I can't even ask. I, I, I think we should just go straight I mean, into like, predictions. I mean, Jose Aldo is also a dark fight card, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just the same. Yeah, Moraes. It's a beautiful card, but let's just go with the top. Yeah. Or, or do you guys want to roll through every card and every fight in the main I mean, card, or just the top three? Just top three. Top just do the yeah. top three. All right, then, Mayo, we'll start with you this time, man. Predictions. Um, okay, so I think... I think Amanda Nunes kills everybody, so <laughs> definitely she's just going to win by death. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the other? Okay, oh man, Halloween. Has there been a fight with that much height disparity? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I really, I'm really curious to see how the range, how, how how that gets tackled, how Holloway handles that, and how because being a shorter fighter myself, and I, I always find it easier to fight tall guys. So I don't see any issue for Alexander. He's always faced that. Mm -hmm. What I'm more curious to see is how Holloway handles that. Again, Dustin uh, Poirier was taller than him, so... No, but not that, that much. And, um... um like, this is a really short guy. And it's like how, a better version of Frankie Edgar. Yeah. You know, how short is it? He's uh, not 5'5". Five, five. Max Holloway is 5'11". Volkanovski... No, it's not up to 6. I always thought it was 6. Yeah, okay. yeah it's 6. But, but, you know, at featherweight, that's tall. Yeah, that's, that's really tall. tall. Um... Volkanovski's got to be like five six five five, something like that. I think it's less than five six, man. <laughs> wow, that is midgetry. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, sorry, about that. I didn't. I didn't mean that. Um, he's five six. Oh, he's five six. He's five six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, then that's not too bad. Yeah. Because I've, I fought six foot one guys. That is still. I'm five six, and I fought six foot guys. There you go. And six foot one guys. And you won. I, I found I beat them easier. Okay, mm. there you go. I take them down very well. Exactly. Interesting. For you, it's not a level change. Yeah. It's just no. your level. Just go straight. Just straight <laughs> take legs. your legs out. Yeah. Okay, but uh, yeah. So I I think, funny enough, I actually think um, the great takes this. I, I want Holloway to win, but I think the wow. great takes. Okay. Interesting. I'm 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 the opposite. Okay. Yeah. And then um, and then, I think tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> Kamaru has to take ah, it. He has to. He has to. I don't think, it's not even a matter of I, I think he will. I, I, he has I, to. He must. He just has to. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's my prediction. Um, so, Jermaine Durandamy, funny enough, the fight that I like, you know, I, I like her attitude. I love her. her the way she's, she's calm. She's she calm? She's crazy. Yeah. She's She's a gangster. Well, she's a gangster, but she doesn't shout. Yeah, she's, she comes she's in very yeah. placid, you know. Like I watched her last version fight. of Cyborg, to be honest. That's how I look at her. A quiet yeah, version of Cyborg. Like she's not, there's no grabber, but once you start, like um, her last fight, was this, yeah, what was that, that girl's name? I keep thinking it's Aspen Lad. Maybe it was Aspen Oh, yeah, Lad. I remember her. And that fight ended in like 20 seconds. Like one punch, one, the first punch that landed ended it. So, she has knockout power, but we are talking about the baddest woman to ever do it. Yeah. Like, 
Amanda Nunes is no joke. So that, that, that has the potential to be a good fight, but then we thought that Nunes fighting Cyborg was going to be a good fight, and she chewed Cyborg up and knocked her out. So um, I, I think that that's pretty easy. Of all of the three big fights, that's, that's pretty easy. Um, I want Volkanovski to win, and I know I sound like a spoil sport because it's a guy losing his title, but there's so many things about Volkanovski that I love. The scrappy attitude. I also just kind of like the fact that he's an Aussie, you know. Um, just the, the 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 violence of the guy. And you know, I've been thinking about it. I, I haven't gone through his through his record, but I've been thinking about it. like you like Mario said, he must be used to fighting guys taller than him because he's five six. Like he's tiny. Um, I think he has a shot because he has a massive strength advantage. If he can get his hands on Holloway, that could move things in a different direction. However. Um, I do expect Holloway to win. I think Holloway, is, Holloway has become a very tough fighter to take down. Yeah. He keeps he keeps his distance well, peppers your face with pain. Um, so yeah, I think I I, I think um, Holloway is going to win that yeah. main event. Man, there is bad blood. Mm. I, I believe the first episode of Combat Culture is called Blood on the Table. <laughs> there is blood on this table. <laughs> These two guys do not like each other. Um, but the more I think about it, I think that Usman, um, um, Covington, at first glance, has the, the advantage striking. Yeah. But Usman has um, a real raw strength advantage. Like, Usman can pick you up and drop you on your head, no problem. Yeah. So I, I badly want Usman to win, and I expect... Usman to win. Yeah, I'm going to say Usman. I'm going to say Usman. Um, but that's going to be a hell of a fight because those dudes don't like each other. And one thing I'm curious about is if Usman wins, does that does that drop the mask a little bit? Can we get to see the real Kobe, Kobe. not this caricature of a... Anyway, so... Yeah. At the same time, that, if that Kobe was to win... It... As long as the UFC threatens his place... But I don't even think... I think he's made himself such a star, which is the genius of what he's done. Yeah. He's, he's made himself uncuttable. He's a factor in that division. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the thing of, oh, he's doing it because he didn't want to get caught, I don't think works anymore. Because now he's a genuine star. Especially if this thing smashes all the pay-per-view records. Granted, it's a stack card, but he could always point to that and say, I can sell fights. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So, okay, I'll just go straight into it. Uh... Amanda Nunes, she wins by decapitation. Wow! <laughs> Max Holloway. Uh, I feel I, honestly, I'm, I'm just gonna give it to Max Holloway just because he's already used to people like this. Yeah. There's nothing. This is nothing new to him. There's nothing that's gonna surprise him. People have tried to take him down in the past. Smaller guys, taller guys, which whatever. And he's he knows how to keep his range. Mm-hmm. And the only problem I've ever seen him have is with people that have longer reach than him mm. so he obviously has to like come in to get those Connor. combinations and go in but then he gets tagged that's the only problem I've ever seen him have he has never had problems with like people trying to take him down because I remember when he fought the this jiu-jitsu guy um uh TJ no sorry um uh what's this guy T-City okay Brian, Brian Ortega Ortega. Brian Ortega yeah exactly I and mean, he's he's a grappler he's a really really good grappler yeah, undefeated but, exactly on, yeah his he, personal he dismantled, was he dismantled he Ortega, Ortega. It, it was a it was a Destroyed. medical stop stop yeah, it, yeah. yeah. rearranged his face and he hasn't fought since yeah he hasn't fought since that was crazy yeah. but that's it like and this um, 
Ortega is a better grappler than Volkanovski, uh, uh, honestly. Personally, yeah. that's what I think anyway. So uh, I'll give this one to Max then. For the main events. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like how we're all having the same reaction. I know. <laughs> yeah, like it's tough to call, man. They're very similar. It's Ken and yeah. Ryu. Mm-hmm. I swear. Exactly. That's perfect. You said it all. Yeah. Ken and Ryu. All like all I can say to this is that I was always a Ken guy, though. Mm-hmm. How I analyze, how, how I'm gonna analyze this fight is due to the fact that who can take the most hits. So how I see it's Usman can take the most hits. So he's definitely gonna be straight straightforward mm-hmm. in his face, no matter what. What happened? He's not backing up or nothing. Same thing. Kobe doesn't back out. Like he's he's always coming forward as well. So, uh, what Skelly pointed out, pure, like about pure raw strengths, this that's going to play, uh, play the main factor in this. But at the same time, I have seen Usman gas out sometimes. Really? Actually, yeah. Perfect. Funny enough, Perfect. it was due to Grand and Pound. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ty- okay. Tyron, Tyron Woodley fight as well. It's, it's, remember when he when he knocked, he landed the uppercuts in the third or the fourth? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. He offloaded everything. Yes. He was, by the end of that round, he, he was gassed. He gassed. Yeah. He admitted it later on that he didn't manage his energy properly. Yeah, yeah, he gets carried away. Yeah, like, he he's, does, not, he does. he's not like full on yeah, disciplined. He's stick an to emotional like, fighter. Yeah, I, I, do, not, I do expect Henry Hoof to address that in his camp, but whether he chooses to stick to that game plan during the fight is another thing. Because that thing has never really bugged him in a way that okay, it feels like he's really that important to like listen to. You know what I mean? Mm. If it's something that's granted you a loss, then you actually listen to mm. it. Mm. Like, mm. but he that's has really the issue with undefeated. Yeah. Exactly. He has one loss, right? Yeah, but that was yeah, ages, that was ago. Yeah, ages ago. Okay. Right. So that's my prediction. So okay. I'll, I'll give it to Usman. Okay. All right. Um, I'll just keep mine really brief. Um, I think um, I think I, I give it to Nunes um, just because it's Lioness. I'll give it the second bout I give to Max Holloway. Um, and the simple reason for giving it to Max Holloway is just after watching the, the Frankie Edgar fight. Mm. And I feel like he's fighting another Frankie Edgar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a slightly better. No, no but guaranteed. guaranteed. Yeah. He, um, Volkanovski has earned his position here. Yeah. But I just feel... This is not. This isn't new waters. This isn't yeah, anything that we yeah. haven't seen him do before. Yeah. So I give it to Hollywood. Main events. That's where I my attention is drawn to. Mm-hmm. I've said. I I personally feel that what will decide that fight is the striking. I think that both of them will cancel themselves out in the early rounds. That when it comes to grappling, neither neither person will be taken down. However, it's I what I noticed about Colby is that the few times I've seen Colby Colby struggle or people have success against him is when his opponent advances. He's a very aggressive fighter and the, and the natural reaction for any fighter to someone stepping towards you is to step backwards. Then he drags the cage, starts to pepper you with shots and goes for your legs and he dramping. That's how he, he oppresses people. But if you watch the third the, the fights with Rafael dos Anjos, in the third round, you see Rafael make the mental adjustment to move forward. And he took him down quite easily if I may add. And he struggled versus the strikes. So he's someone who imposes his will on his opponents. Mm-hmm. Now, he's fighting somebody who has the exact same style, comes in on all fours, tries to impose his will on you, push you to the cage, mm-hmm. wrestle, do whatever it takes to just oppress you in that mm-hmm. cage. Both of them, I don't, I don't think Colby will take Usman down in this fight. I don't think so. Never been just, based, just based off of the strength disparity between the both of them mm-hmm. and it, just the experience. I, if you watch the the, the um, Damian Maya versus Usman fight again, and you see the, the the extent to which Maya tried to take, 
I'll keep this thing simple. It's going to end. It's going to end in the in the third, in the fourth or fifth round. Usman is going to take Colby down, and that's what's going to be the deciding factor. The entire fight is going to play out on the feet, but in the third or in the fourth or fifth round, I believe Usman is going to take him down. The match will not end there. But that would be what would make a mental switch. <coughs> I, I love how specific your chair is. Mm. Are you going to put your money on that? I want hey! Say, <laughs> please don't follow him, I'm your brother. Don't follow him and start playing Naira bet every day. I want to say something. So, I think to wrap this up, in a parallel universe, Kobe and Usman are tag team partners in WWF. <laughs> that would be amazing. And they kill everybody. That would be, be beautiful. Amazing. That would be, if, if the WWE can make that happen at some point, yeah. that would be great. And, and just a note on Kobe. Like, about this whole persona that he's created, and it's worked for him. But I really worry that, you know, you come in, you, 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 you compete in this sport, you even achieve a level of greatness, but you don't live with any relationships intact. Yeah, I know he's an American top team, and I think he's the captain. But the level of dislike of this guy from other fighters, it's crazy. You see the predictions. Like, we've all agreed this is a very close fight. This is a close fight. It's not, a, it's not an Amanda Nunes situation. Mm-hmm. The, anybody could win this fight. But you could just see all the professional fighters, they want Kamaru to win. They want him to win. And I just sometimes I worry that maybe maybe he doesn't care. Maybe it's just I, I make my money, I bounce. That's that. But you, part of doing anything in life, and this is weird coming from an antisocial person like me. But part of doing anything, like even professionally, is it's partly the relationships you create. It's partly the friendships, the camaraderie. And I really worry that Kobe's gonna pass through all this, and when it's all said and done, and he doesn't have the career anymore, he's hated forever so anyway but he's he i guess he would say it's been worth it yeah, i sent i sent a video to the group this morning i don't know if any of you saw it was on Candice Owens. yeah i haven't watched it yet but i will this guy is a brilliant he's a, I, I love i love colby i won't lie i love colby when i say love i'm not using those words lightly that guy is a brilliant human being when you have the chance anybody listen to this podcast google mm-hmm. Candice owens then just google Candice owens colby covington then listen to colby speak Guy is calculated to the T. He knows mm. he knows everything he's done to this point. Everything has been a calculated decision. And for me, that just makes me respect him. Get this. I don't think I think Jorge Masvidal is very. I, what my my retort to what you said is that mm. he some specific relationships mm-hmm. are still intact. I think him and Masvidal are still are still. Oh honest. really? I feel they are playing all of us. Him and Masvidal especially. I think they know exactly. Especially after Fair I watched enough. that interview. That guy is no. The fight that is going to happen after this fight, win or lose, mm-hmm. win or lose, the fight that will be pushed for by the fighters is Kobe Covington versus Masvidal. Yeah. Masvidal won't push for the belt. He'll, he'll push for the belt if Kobe wins and becomes champion, mm-hmm. and he'll push for that fight whether or not. Who wouldn't watch that fight? I would. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the Damian Meyer yeah. fights. Damian Meyer fights. Masvidal was in his corner and giving him advice in between rounds. And I was like, I get this fight wasn't too long ago. Mm. This guy, and he, this man, this persona was put up in was he's he's been building this for three years now. So nothing is random. He might have genuine beef with Dustin Poirier. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin Poirier is a straight up guy. But Masvidal has shown that that that's that that's out there the Scarface mentality of oh I'm I'm pla- I'm I'm one step ahead. I'm ma- mastermind one step ahead. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah it's going to be an amazing weekend man. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. go front. Amazing weekend. 
All right. So, cool. any any final words before we wrap up? We promise to be more regular, even though everybody's leaving town this weekend. I don't know how we're going to manage that, but yeah. we'll be more regular. Right, uh, yeah. For one one final word for this is actually for Usman. <coughs> Niger, we know they carry last. <laughs> Bring it home. Let's finish the year with all the belts. AJ just got his back. Uh, Israel, who, funny enough, when we were talking about creating um, uh, a, a persona and calculating every move, Israel popped into my head because mm. that's basically that's Israel's done. Yeah. So let's, I beg Kamaru, do this for us. Yeah. Thanks. And Kamaru winning this, in my opinion, cements um, an African card next year. It's going to happen in South Africa Fair. or some North yeah. African country. <laughs> actually, it will definitely be. South uh, a more Africa, updated yeah. update regarding that is is it's actually the lineup is now um, most, uh, Morocco, okay, South Africa, okay, then maybe Nigeria. Okay. Huh? And you in Morocco? Yeah, yeah, definitely Morocco has to be. The on world, that yeah, yeah, and they have fighters as well. Yeah, people like Badir Hari as well from for the Glory Kickboxing. That's you know Badir Hari? I've been doing my research. I nearly met him. Oh, oh wow. Really? Yeah, we had a guy called... Anyway, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So remember, please follow us on all social media platforms. Culture and Combat Culture AF on Twitter, Combat Culture Africa on Instagram, Combat Culture Africa on Facebook. We're also on... Um, we have... You can reach us via email. Send us an email on combatcultureafrica.gmail.com. Send us a tweet at us as well. We want to hear from you. Whatever tweets and questions you send our way, we'll address them in the following episodes. Thanks a lot, guys. It's been amazing. We're going to put up every, an episode every week, unfailingly, moving forward. All right. Three, two, one, guys. Say peace. Three, two, one. Peace. peace.